anyone can have a great idea, but you really do have to push it forward and execute it to have it become something. Welcome to the Corner Booth, where conversation is on the house and everybody has a story to tell. For most couples, it's the biggest day of their lives, their wedding day. But pulling it off perfectly means juggling a thousand moving parts. There's so much to consider, from securing the right venue and figuring out who's making the guest list and who's not, to finding flowers, picking out the cake, and deciding whether or not an open bar is a safe idea. There's a million things that any bride and groom are trying to get right and praying don't go wrong. And let's not forget the dress. Now, I'm not saying that finding the perfect gown isn't the most important piece of the wedding plan puzzle. In fact, I think it is. But between all the fittings and the fussing, there's something else that sometimes gets overlooked. Who's going to dress the groom and his guys? Gene Foley and Diana Gans are two talented entrepreneurs who, through their own wedding planning adventures, recognized that there needed to be a better way for brides to suit up their guys. So they created the groomsman suit. It's not a rental. It's just an easier way to get a better suit or tux for less and actually own it for the big day and beyond. From stylists that will help you find the perfect fit to suits and tuxedos you can try on for free from home, the groomsman suit is changing the way couples shop for formal wear. So we've made room for three today in the corner booth because Gene and Diana are both here to tell us all about it. Uh, Diana and I have been best friends since the third grade. So we have a long history together. We're probably more like sisters. The, you know, the whole premise of this business started based on my experience going through wedding planning and um, just realizing that there weren't, there wasn't a great option. I myself, when I got married, had my husband um, take care of getting the groomsmen suited up. He went with a big box store option, rental option. And, you know, it really wasn't until after the wedding that I realized how much the guys had spent on, on those rentals. So after a lot of, you know, research and looking into the, the concept and what was available for guys, um, I partnered with Diana. Um, Diana has the business background, so she's got an MBA from MIT and has run several startups and nonprofits throughout her career. And then I have um, a fashion background, technical design to be specific. So I'm I'm a pattern maker and um, worked several years just doing production and manufacturing for larger fashion brands. So together we really had this skill set to sort of take on a startup, a fashion startup nonetheless, and um, see what we could do to help guys get suited up affordably with really high quality and sort of redefine what being in a wedding is for men. And that's one of the interesting things I, I find about the company is everything in the bridal area seems to be catered towards the dress, the woman. You guys skewed it the other way and it's about finding something for the man. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly it, because I think what's so unique about our approach is that we are women. We've been through the experience of being bridesmaids and brides. And um, it's such a great experience. You know, we, yeah, we, we have so many options. It's like a great kickoff to the big day. And for men, it's always just been like daunting and inconvenient and, and expensive. so expensive. And so I think our approach was like, first, it was the shock factor that they that they have this experience yeah. of like, wow, you guys really are not catered to. They really are like, even as a bride, when you tell your fiance, like, Hey, just, just do this one thing. I'll do everything else, you know? And you have this mindset that weddings really are all about the bride and what the bride wants. And guys just have to check this one thing off their list. And so, you know, there's not much, much to it. These big brands have dominated the market for so long because men didn't just do it. They, they didn't just, question it. Yeah. They just, they check it off their list they do it this is how it goes and they move on yeah so we were really lucky to get to have that realization and then decide to say hey instead of just status quo in this market we could create this really great experience for men just like we have had as women. Where do you begin creating that experience? Like, this is such a novel concept. How does it start? Yeah, so it really started with the product. You know, that was Jean's background in fashion design. It really was when she got married and she was returning everything the day after her own wedding and she saw the price tag associated, which they spent 250 bucks on something that didn't fit great and like wasn't, um, they didn't look like as sharp as she was thinking they would for the price point. She really started looking into like, well, why does this happen? And the reality is, is that you're sort of told that if you want to own or if you want to wear a tuxedo, you have two options. One is to spend over $500 on some thing that will either be custom or you know off the rack and you're going to get altered heavily because a lot of suiting brands sell suits as sets so typically men have to buy a certain size jacket and it's automatically paired with a certain pant and then they get one of the two options altered heavily spending a lot of extra money doing that or if you're not going to buy and you don't have 500 or more dollars to spend then you're going to rent and the rental option like they're not they're not trained or it's not ingrained in that business model that like you really want to get people a great fit. It's a one-time wear. So it's just going to be good enough. And so, you know, that's really what we started with is like creating the best product that we possibly could. And, and in doing that, like part of the big selling point for us is that we carry one of the largest size ranges of any brand. We carry 70 jacket sizes across two fit types and four lengths, literally from like size 34 to 60, short through extra long, slim and a modern fit. And we carry that many style sizes and fits of pants. And so, and we sell everything as separate. So men can really mix and match to find the, the best possible fit, you know, and the key to looking sharp in a suit is not you know, necessarily what the lining is made of or like the thread count of the fabric, it's really the fit. So we get like as close to custom off the rack because men can mix and match the jacket and pants fit sizes and fit type um, that works best for their body. So do you find that normally, again, the woman is very excited to choose her dress and all this. Do you find that men are getting a little bit more excited about what they can wear and what their groomsmen can wear because you offer all these exciting options? Yeah, absolutely. I think it it's sort of the feedback we get is sort of two things. One, the experience that they have when they go to look 
for options at one of the big box stores or rentals is extremely overwhelming. It's almost too many options, but not enough of this like approach of like, here are, here's a narrow assortment of the key things that you need for your big day. And, and I think that's what we did. We took that approach of saying, we're going to clear out all this clutter. We're not going to show you 800 different options in, the, in a narrow size assortment. We are going to show you the key colors that 99% of weddings are going for. And we're going to blow out the size range to make you look like you're wearing a custom suit. You and your groomsmen look like you're wearing a custom suit. So I think for the most part, we hear, wow, I'm so, this is so simple. Thank you for making it so much easier. Because one, yes, they want to curate their own unique look. But sometimes when you have too much to choose from, it can be so overwhelming that it makes the experience like less fun. So I think what's what's great is like guys come to us, they say, you know, thank God I found this. Thank God it's not overwhelming. But now I can put together my look that makes sense and like really enjoy the process. And men are definitely taking a much more vested interest in uh, what they're wearing. You know, like they, um, as Jean mentioned, and, and one of the things that we really work on, because they don't have all the options like that Jean mentioned, we, we streamline the decision, like the overall aesthetic process. We can really work with each specific room on like, how do they want to stand out? Do they want to wear a vest? Yeah. Do they want to wear suspenders? The, the initial choice of deciding on a color is relatively straightforward because we have a suit in six different colors. And then once they decide that and they get their group going and their guys going, we really like to work with them, like I said, on the details that really will make their look unique. This is not just a pick out your suit and you're good to go. You guys really do work with the wedding party to customize yeah. a look that is specific to their big day, right? Yeah, I mean that's the fun part, right? Like that's what that's what we're we wanted to give them that experience that the women have is we we want to be really hands-on. We want to guide them through the process. Some guys are very sure of what they want their look to look like and we help them curate that through our options. And then some are sort of clueless and very much want our opinion and I think that they love that you know, we're a team of women mm -hmm. giving them feedback on, you know, what is traditionally a very like daunting man owned process where they don't really, aside from the bride chiming in and giving them advice on what to get, they don't really get a whole lot uh, to do with. Yeah. Naturally, you know, we are always excited about weddings. And so we help get them excited about their big day and, and what, and how they're going to look. I mean, even, even right down to every groomsman, you know, it's like they're, they've been asked to stand up in front of a lot of people and they should look and feel great when they are up in front of that audience, just like, you know, the bride does. Right. Cause it, you could easily feel goofy just standing there if you're clumsily dressed. Yeah, and you can ruin wedding photos in sloppy suits, which you don't want to be reminded of for a lifetime, right? So, like, we really want our couples to love their wedding photos and make sure that the guys are happy with how they looked for, you know, yeah, eternity. And, <laughs> and, and have a really amazing suit that they have now have in their closet and can wear again and again, yeah. as opposed to, like, the traditional rental. They will own 
these suits yeah. or tuxedos. Now, this is not a rental service. Yes, and that's actually something that we're finding, especially for millennial shoppers. Like, they really, given the option of renting or owning for about the same price, they would much prefer to own. And suiting is not something like a bridesmaid's dress. So everybody likes to say you're going to wear your bridesmaid's dress again, but that rarely ever happens. Like a suit, you can absolutely wear again. And we actually do, we have a nice sort of email correspondence that goes out after the wedding to kind of share with our couples, okay, now what do you do with the suit that's in your closet? You can wear it as a blazer. You can wear the pants with like a light sweater and, you know, a collared shirt. So we, um, we really want men to enjoy owning this garment, you know, after that, after the wedding. Let's stress how cost-effective you guys are. I'm looking at the website right now, and I can't believe these prices are real. Yeah, everybody says that to us. You know, so our suiting, our core line of suiting is $194 to own. That's like free shipping is included. So the jacket and pants are $194. And in the beginning, we sort of struggled with the fact that people were sort of thinking it was a cheap, going to be a cheap suit. You know, you get what you pay for kind of thought. And so we struggled communicating communicating like, no, you really should try this because it's actually closer to like a 400 to $450 suit you'd find in the store just because we are direct to the manufacturer. There are zero middlemen and we sell directly online. We have very low overhead and we've just found a way to make this beautiful option for our guys. And so what we did early on, we decided we just had to do a free trial. Even though we offered, you know, free shipping, free returns, we decided, you know, the best way to get this product out to guys is to send it for free and prove it to them. You know, they're not out anything, get it in front of them, have them try it on. And it was extremely successful during our launch to do, to um, open that up because we had pretty much like a hundred percent conversion yeah. on trial, free trial orders very early on. So anyone that placed an order and we shipped a suit for free, they were keeping it. They were so thrilled with the quality and they almost couldn't believe it. And then, you know, that led to really awesome experience for them, the customer service side. And so that was really, that's really what got, you know, got the orders flowing in was that offer of the free trial to prove like, yeah, prove the quality of our suits. And then after that, it was all about customer service. Yeah. And there's a real network effect to our brand. You know, we outfit a wedding party. Inevitably, there's always a couple groomsmen who are um, engaged or about to be engaged. And then we they use us for their wedding. I mean, we've literally had guys wear every single color of our suit because they've been in all their friends' weddings. So it's, uh, it's really, it's really nice to see that the purchases are not just stopping after this one, like very specific life time of that. I'm always interested in how these types of businesses grow. You say that somebody who may have been a groomsman in one of the weddings then uses your service for their own wedding. What other tools have you guys been using to just grow the groomsman suit model? So we have been really scrappy as most startups are to one the first one of the best things we did when we launched the company I mean we really wanted to build the brand as the reliable resource in men's wedding attire and in order to do that we started writing every piece of article content about you know how to tie a bow tie where to pin a boutonniere how to find the perfect pant length if you have to have jacket alterations this is what you do I mean we've written hundreds of blog articles and by virtue of that we started ranking really highly with our SEO on some very important keywords for us. And so 
we had a really great exponential growth trajectory in our SEO. And then coupled that with the network effect that I just mentioned, um, really created some virality in the brand in our early years. It's actually last month is the first month we started any pay-per-click advertising on Google. So that, and that is unheard of. You know, we're three years in, we did two and a half million dollars in sales last year without any paid search. We did, we've done a little like social media retargeting, but like we're talking, you know, $500 a month. It's really like, I think the nature of a niche business where you're able to really, really narrow down who your customer is and who and what you do well and how you compare to your competition and then how to get in front of them and then just get, go for that exact specific niche. And I think that we were really smart to say, we're not, we're not a general suit company, even though we, we are, you know, any man can buy a suit from us. You don't have to be in a wedding. What we did to really grow the business is to stay really focused on what the reason for creating this brand, which was for weddings. And, you know, like Diana said, when you, when you convince one guy, the groom or the bride to order from us, you know, you're get, you're essentially getting six other men suited up in, in suits or tuxedos. And then those six men have a really wonderful experience, go on to get married or become groomsmen in other weddings. And they say, Hey, I had this awesome experience in doing, working with this company. Let's do it again. So it was really like the whole concept was coupled with all the work we did with articles and blog posts and natural social media really, really took us to the next level. Getting measured and suited up for formal wear is a terrible experience. Like it is not fun. Anytime we ask men, like a group of men, if we're in a doing a talk or whatever, you know, have, has anyone in this audience ever enjoyed renting a tuxedo? Nobody raises their yeah. hand. It's, it's miserable. I mean, from knowing what you're about to pay to getting measured and standing there, like it's goofy. You guys have really seemed to almost make it exciting. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Yeah, we do, we we really that was our that was our focus, second to the product, is to make it fun, super easy and simple, and enjoyable in the comfort of your own home. We do have a small showroom here in Chicago that we love to have people come visit. It's our office. It's where our team, you know, answers every phone call and email. But also, how we, you know, we offer group fittings. Guys can come see the product in person. But 99% of our business is done online, and you have to figure out really great tools to communicate fit for men who either are completely unfamiliar with suiting or just don't wear suits regularly enough to know their size. So what we've done that's pretty unique is, you know, we've got gathered fit fit data from customers since the launch of the business and we have created a a really amazing fit finder on our website that guys can use to get a size recommendation and what's really even more amazing is that nobody actually has to take a single measurement to get the recommendation yeah for men it's really about you know part of the fun experience or the enjoyable experience is having it be convenient and really seamless you know you guys have been a lot you guys tend to be a little bit more easygoing when it comes to your level of, you know, expectation on, you know, customer service. And while we're incredibly friendly, like we try to make it as convenient as possible. They have entire television shows devoted towards finding the dress and, oh my God, the drama around that. Have you encountered any kind of like weird man brought groomzilla stories? You know, very few and far between. (laughs) Whenever we 
hear it. It's actually from the groomsmen, you know, on the side, they'll be like, oh yeah, so-and-so, you know, it's like, yeah, I think really blah, blah, blah. But it's never like, we don't necessarily notice it from the groom, but every once in a while we get accidentally copied on a group email that's like just all the groom, hilarious. All the groomsmen <laughs> chatting back and forth and joking about, you know. Oh, like the groom is such a pain. Or, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, who didn't order their suit? Who ordered bachelor, the wrong thing? Bachelor party photos. <laughs> yeah, anyway. yeah, like name names are being called out, you know, body types being described. It's yeah, funny. like we get a lot of like, you have T-Rex arms. <laughs> and, like, we love it though. I mean, like we have a very funny sense of humor, I think. We love joking around. We don't take ourselves too seriously. Like, Jean and I both have somewhat of, like, self-deprecating sense of humor. And mm-hmm. that tends to work, like, be really, uh, work well with the guys because a lot of them are the same yeah. way. So. I think also the the nature of our business and the way we've created the affordability, the quality, the ease of ordering, it really brings in a customer that that's what they're looking for. So those customers tend to be really easygoing as well. And like, just not an elite brand. Yeah. I think like we just, the customers we bring in are like the, the sweetest people, sweetest, most amazing guys. They love the concept. They love that it's so, so easy and affordable that they then, you know, rave about us in reviews and are happy to share us. And so honestly, our day to day is very enjoyable. (laughs) I mean, when you, there's really funny moments, a lot of funny moments, guys that are super thankful and grateful for our help. And, you know, we like to joke around with them as well, but ultimately, like, I think when they find us and they realize what a better option it is there, it's like a no brainer. And so we don't, we very rarely, if ever have like a groomzilla situation where, or, or a groomsman just, you know, going off about, yeah. Something not being right. <laughs> yeah. That, that makes sense because you guys are really taking one of, for a guy, what can be the most stressful, just, uh, I'm already over it and it hasn't even happened yet, events, and you're making it a piece of cake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's mean, what we hear all the time is like, wow, really? Is it that easy? Like, yeah, no, thank we, you. Yeah, do you and I kind of laugh to ourselves because I'm like, we're just giving them the level of service, you know, we would want. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like anything rocket science, but we, one thing that we do that's really nice, I mean, we do facilitate the ordering process. So once the couple can, once the couple decides on the suiting that they want, we take over the ordering process. We share all the items that the guys need to order. We check in on them with it. We make sure they're ordering the right sizes and on, you know, on time. And so that takes a huge weight off of anyone planning a wedding off, you know, their shoulders off the engaged couple's shoulders. They've got so many other things to deal with that like hurting groomsmen is not something that they should or need to do. And we've got it down to a science. Okay. Let's say I'm getting married tomorrow and I approach you guys. How does the process begin? Where do we start? Where's the whole, how does it roll? Hope you're not getting not tomorrow. (laughs) Although we can do last minute weddings. (laughs) The closest we had, we had a group register, a full group register 10 days before the wedding. (laughs) Yeah. So timing wise, normally through another rental company, you're sort of put pressured to order three months in advance. You get your suitor tuxedo a couple weeks before the wedding. And then if you need an exchange, it's really down to the wire next day. What's great about us is that because we're for purchase and we house all of 
the inventory, orders typically ship within 24 to 48 hours of the order being placed. So whether you are a super early planner or a last minute, oh my God, I need a suit, we we really do make it happen for any and all yeah. you know wedding types. Now, if, if you come to us and you're like, I'm just not sure where to start, I've looked at these other options. What should I do to get an idea of if I want to go with you guys? What we what we typically suggest is we offer free swatches. So if you don't even know what color you want to go with yet, we suggest going on our website and just ordering a set of swatches from us. If you're debating between, you know, gray or navy or brilliant blue or black, we've got free swatches for everybody and I think that's really helpful for the couple to kind of lay out the swatches with the color story that they're planning for their wedding and kind of narrow that down. Once you know what color you want to go with, we have that awesome free trial. So you can literally just order a jacket, pant, vest, the entire outfit that you want to sort of curate for your big day in whatever sizes you like. For free, we'll ship it to the, the couple to check out. The groom can try it on play around with the accessories and then really feel good about having experienced not only that quick turn time that we offer for shipping, but really feel good about the quality and everything that they're asking their groomsmen to order from us. Um, and then really the next step is to just set up a group and um, we make that super easy where you can simply enter the name, you know, create a wedding group on, on our website, enter the names and emails of each groomsman, select the product that you want them to order. And an email is drafted with all of the links to all of the items and you can send that out to your wedding party with all of the instructions on what each guy should do next. Then really the best part is that once the groomsmen receive that email, they can place their orders directly through that one email. So there's no clicking on links, being redirected, making sure you selected the right things. The links are right there, right in front of them. Select the sizes, place the order, done. You know, we make it really pretty seamless from beginning to end. Yeah, typically that happens around the three to four month mark. Um, but yeah, we've had guys start this process a year in advance or, you know, 10 days and we make it work. What's the split? How often is it the bride coming to you saying, you got to get my men set up? Yeah. Or, or is it the guy coming and saying, you know, who, who initiates it usually? Well, probably always the bride <laughs> in some respect. I mean, I would say um, guys are really, our guys have been always pretty proactive and like responsive. It depends on how they're finding us. Women tend to find us more through social media on our Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest is huge. Our Pinterest is really popular. So we, they find our suiting. And typically if that's the case, they hand us over to their guys. And then a lot of men will find us just through like a simple groomsman suit, SE, uh, like search on Google, best, you know, best wedding suits, that type of thing. But I would say 90% of the 90% of the correspondence is with the guys. Um, once we get into like, once they know they want to order from us. Yeah. Like the bride, the bride is quick to step away because I think there's a level of trust, you know, being to being a group of women in menswear, like, and just from the aesthetic that we've created on our website and the, like our messaging, our brand identity is a, is one that women really relate to. And I think brides feel very comfortable letting their guy, you know, like having their guys take it from there. You guys are childhood friends. You have this awesome idea. How do you get the business started? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think, um, 
first and foremost, you have to have a product and then, you know, a, a general idea of the concept. And then it sort of evolves from there. The hardest part, the hardest part I think in starting a business is finding that manufacturer and, you know, having the money to actually place large orders. And I think where we, where we sort of hit a moment of this could really work was finding, finding a manufacturer that would allow us to place smaller orders so that we could test out the concept. Once one really strategic thing we decided early on was to launch this company on Kickstarter because, you know, as any, you know, two friends wanting to launch a business and invest some money into this, you really want proof of concept. You really want to know, have the confidence that like, we're going to sell a few of these suits <laughs> before you start placing a large order. And so what we did was put together a little video and explanation of what the, what the company was all about. And, you know, the story of myself and my husband going through the wedding planning process and the rentals and the fact that we've created this line of suiting that's just better and more affordable. After launching on Kickstarter, we we sold about 100 suits in 30 days. It really solidified that this this was a great idea. People were ordering a suit on a Kickstarter campaign without seeing them for their wedding. So that that was reassurance like okay People are finding us. We had very little money to market the Kickstarter. What, grassroots grassroots marketing. marketing, word yeah. of mouth. And so that gave us the proof of concept. Then from there, we decided to place a small order and launch our website formally. It's sort of just working together on how we were going to get the word out, when we were going to place our next order, where's the money going to come from, and then setting sort of goal the, the, the goal of where, what we wanted to hit each year. The key thing for us, too, has just been our partnership because we are such great compliments. I mean, besides having 20, what is it now, 25 years? Uh, yeah, yes, 25, 25 years. years of friendship. friendship. Oh, so, we, have, yeah. <laughs> um, we have, like, really complimentary skill sets. You know, Jean's definitely, like, the clothing engineer, product designer. She's really great with, like, operational logistics some of the more nitty gritty things and I'm more of like marketing. I like finance and so planning and yeah, forward thinking. And so by virtue of that, like, our skill set, we never, we didn't have very many holes in the beginning when we could only, when we were, when we couldn't afford to hire anyone. And so, and we had such a great network between the two of us too. We knew who to ask to fill in any gap. Yeah. And I think if, if there's something to be said, when you start a business and you know, one side of the business, you feel really confident about it. But the other side, you're like, wow, I, you know, you don't always as an entrepreneur have another person that you can bounce ideas off of with a completely different skill set. So it, it really was like this mo aha moment that we had working together that, wow, you really love doing that. That's what I hate to do. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and I love doing this. You don't want to do it. Great. There was no, there was no overlap. There was very little like tension as far as like what, what we wanted to do in the different sides of the business. But it also was super comforting to watch Diana, like take marketing and just blow it out and just so confidently start sharing this idea with people. And, and then, you know, I, I got to work away at the product and the shipping logistics stuff. And then as we've grown, I mean, we've learned so much from each other, honestly. Mm -hmm. And then through, you know, you just have to 
learn as you go a lot of the time as well and grow the business organically, not try to take, you know, take it so fast, so soon, raise a ton of money, try to, you know, throw a ton of money into marketing because you start to learn and listen to your customers and improve your business as you go. You know, a lot of the features that we currently offer on our website didn't exist initially because you need to pay a lot of money to a developer to have those options exist. So you really have to be creative and first and foremost, do what's right for the customer, I think. And so that was, that's really our philosophy and it's taken us thus far. What's next for the groomsman suit? Because you guys have an amazing trajectory. Yeah, we, you. you know, this is sort of the first time in our, we just turned three in the last week or so. And this is really the first time in the history of the company where we actually feel like we're leading it instead of the company just pulling us into the universe. You know, we have been scrambling for three years, like just to keep up with its growth. And now we really have our legs underneath us and can think about where do we want to take the company, which is really exciting. You know, we just launched a high school brand for uh, a high school suiting brand called DAP Suits for Dapper. It stands for Dapper Suits. And, you know, one of the things we've heard from a lot of people is like, oh my God, your product is so great for prom or graduation, all those high school moments. And so by virtue of the groomsman suit, though, it doesn't it doesn't make sense that, you know, parents wouldn't necessarily look to us to order. And so we're trying to think of ways to apply our products to maybe new markets, new niche markets and expand, maybe our expand our total addressable market. So we're really excited about the launch of that brand. We're also um, really We've been developing a line of women's suits and tuxedos for the last two years, actually. Um, it's taken a lot of research and development time to get it right and to really understand what this, what a women's line would do for us. But we, since launching the company, we we have women reach out to us all the time, ordering either the men's suit because they want to wear a suit in a wedding um, and having it altered or just asking if we have options that would fit them. And I think that really touched us and made us think, wow, we, we, you know, we are the brand for every man. We cater to every man, every, the, just simply through the size range and through the price point. Anyone and everyone can order from us. When you're thinking about your brand as a whole and who you're catering to, naturally as women and a team of women, when we get requests from women, we want to be there for them. And it also makes you realize how underserved the market is for women suiting specifically for weddings. So we're really excited to be getting, getting on, uh, we're on the home stretch in the development, um, getting feedback, fit feedback from a lot of women right now, and then hope to launch that line um, later in the, later this year. And we think it'll be really successful for us as far as growing, growing the company and really taking it to all markets. What advice do you have for somebody out there that has this great idea, has this beautiful concept, but maybe just needs a kick in the pants? Yeah, I would be try to figure out a way to start it, you know, step by step. You don't have to have everything in place or everything perfect before you launch it. You know, a lot of founders will whittle away at an idea until it's like absolutely ready, all packaged up with a bow, ready to launch. And like, that does not have to be the case. I mean, we didn't even really have a website together when we put 
it on Kickstarter, nor did we even have an inventory order placed. We just wanted to see what was the interest. And then once you get, once you gauge interest and you got validation that there is a need for the thing that you're trying to create, you know, everything else will come. The worst place to be is to get it all ready, launch it, and then have it be, have there be crickets, you know, and then you have to figure out, well, am I trying to fit a square peg in a round hole here? Because I spent all of this time developing something that there's actually not really a need for. And you, you realize that after a lot of time and money is wasted. And so I would say like, get it out there, find a way to get like an MVP, minimal viable product or a small, a small sample line together, bring, you know, to test and, and get people in it. If it's a pro, you know, if it's a clothing product or whatever, but don't wait for things to be perfect. I kind of feel like now I'm like the queen of doing everything sort of in a mediocre way. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to get it out there and test it. It is really hard in the beginning when you just have an idea in your head. And I will say there are some, there are some ideas where, you know, you have an idea for a product, but don't necessarily know where to start to actually reach out to a manufacturer. You know, it depends on your specific knowledge of something it depends and it depends on the stage stage of the idea anyone can have a great idea but you really do have to push it forward and execute it to have it become something and in the beginning knocking on doors and getting you know getting told it's a bad idea or they can't make that product for you it takes a lot of time and you just can't you cannot give up on that otherwise the idea will not will never execute and then you know also just remember things you know you you plant the seed things once the ball starts rolling the ball rolls faster and faster and things get done faster and faster as the business grows you know diana and i for what it used to take to get people to order or visit the website it was excruciating really it was painful to kind of send hundreds of emails out to wedding planners, send free samples out to people to try out. But then it slowly became easier. Um, we started getting really good feedback. And then all of these things that took so much time in the beginning for us and seemed like very daunting started to get easier and new, new issues arise and things. But I think the best advice is to just don't, don't let it go. You know, don't stop pushing stuff forward every day. Just do something that pushes the idea forward and check it off your list and don't drop, don't drop it. Yeah. You know, just off the top of my head, I can think of at least half a dozen friends who would have been so thankful to know about a company like the one Jean and Diana have set up here prior to their big day. But at least now, the next time a friend tells me that he's getting hitched, I'll be so thankful that I can point them in the direction of the groomsman's suit. If wedding bells are a part of your future plans, you owe it to yourself to head on over to thegroomsmansuit.com. Their prices, service, and selection will astonish you. Now, sometimes a deal that sounds too good to be true actually is. And most often when that's the case, It's because exceptionally talented and hardworking people have poured energy and love into a project that they're passionate about. Such is the case with my guests today, Gene Foley and Diana Gans from thegroomsmansuit.com. I want to thank them for joining me. I want to thank all you little lovebirds out there listening as well. 
and we'll see you next time, right here in the corner booth. Last call, everybody. I don't remember what I did.